0: Hi, I'm Barbara Royal. I am a veterinarian who works in Chicago at the Royal Treatment Veterinary Center. I have just finished my tenure as president of the AHVMA, handing over the baton to Mona Boudreau. This year was really fun, Karen, it was really fun. We got a lot done in terms of the structure of the AHVMA in order to help us get further in the mission of promoting and supporting integrative medicine.
1: Um, like strategic planning? Strategic planning.
0: Neat. We got together, we did a sort of a three-day crazy get-together and examine all of our missions and goals and what nice. we really want to do and what we want to put on the plate and what we can keep on the plate and yep. what we've decided is not essential.
1: And are you finding, um, this is the largest conference, right? I mean, by far. Do you feel like over this last year you're seeing uh, um, just as the organization is growing, board of directors evolving, growing, changing. I mean, you see, it seems like we're kind of at a a nice acceleration phase.
0: Yes, it's been sort of an exponential acceleration last year. We've increased in members Mm -hmm. and we've gotten, the board's had some interesting additions to it in that we're getting a lot of sort of younger veterinarians who are really active and interested and we're getting people with all kinds of different skills that they've already got yeah so having a lot of people that have joined up with the AHVMA that are already boarded in something else or so they're neat. recognizing the advantages of actually having an integrative practice that can offer more to their to their clients and um, these. These veterinarians, the energy here at this conference has been extraordinary. It has. And I just, you can feel it everywhere you go. People seem really, really excited to be a part of it. And the stories that go back and forth just about successful cases, about really interesting new products that are out, and you know how we're gonna go about really in, involving the rest of our veterinary community has yes. been fabulous. So yes. We, yeah.
1: And you know what's interesting, from the 30 people that we've interviewed today, there's some neat recurring themes. Number one, um, everyone's, of course, personality is different. We all practice different. but every single person sitting here has been a seeker of perpetual knowledge, which is their, I mean, their, they want to continue learning, and they want to learn more. And it's something that is, you You don't always see that uh, with, with conventional veterinarians. Right. So every single person here is looking. I mean, part of the reason we come here is, of course, to network and share. But amazing education. Yeah. The, the the classes, courses, um, and lectures offered here mm-hmm. are really neat. And, and yeah. a brand new set of information from a brand new set of teachers that we haven't had before, which is really wonderful.
0: Yeah, Inno- innovation is sort of the way. I always think about this, this place as sort of, when you're when you're thinking about medicine we're thinking about treating different animals we're sort of the macgyvers you know yes, we'll put right. it all together and we no no you know you need you need some duct tape here and you need that yep. and we're going to we're going to actually make an incredible cure by thinking about something a little outside the box and <laughs> You never are bored in lectures here. You're never bored with anything that you, you can just absorb this like a yes. sponge.
1: And, and just so, in, like I was not able to attend uh, the leech therapy lectures, oh. but and I don't know if you said, but it's uh, unbelievable. <laughs> oh, and you know, yeah. and it's one of those things where I was like, oh my gosh, leeches. But you look at the application yeah. of being able to treat an ear hematoma without surgery. Right. And a, what a great well, and, option. And, and
0: why aren't we doing that? Why aren't exactly. doing Exactly, exactly. And I think eventually that will become standard of care. So yes. the veterinarians who are not doing that are sort of going to be in the minority. And that's what I'm sort of finding when I go to the AVMA meetings, the regular veterinary meetings, yes. and I look at what they're doing. And they're, people end up coming in droves, really, and say, well, what do you, what do, you do for that? Yes. Like, what do you do for this? This is something we can't handle. We hear that you do integrative medicine. Do you have another answer for us?
1: And they're looking. And so that was one of my questions. When you, through this last year, you've had to um, kind of I don't want to say confront, but you've been a part of uh, that that conventional veterinary medicine because we're um. now in the House of Delegates, and that's just a part. Thank, yes. Thankfully, we're now being recognized right. as an organization, as a viable form of medicine that yes. that our colleagues are recognizing and actually respecting. Awesome. Awesome. Have you felt any? I don't want to say confrontation, but through this year, um, have you felt? Mostly accepted and supported more so than, yeah. It's been
0: amazing. I mean, I really feel like people are looking this way and saying, We have a lot to offer them. Yes. We're not trying to, you know, infiltrate or do anything else. We're just, we're being almost dragged in. Yes. Like, we have to know this information. We're seeing the successes every day. Yes. I can tell that, you know, you've been working on a patient that I've been trying to cure for, you know, five years and all of a sudden an integrative approach does it. Yeah. So I was. I've been amazed at how positive the response has been from regular, you know, Western medicine practitioners who are who are fascinated by what we do.
1: Well, and I'm so excited to hear that. I'm glad that you. Um, I think just talking to past presidents, even 10 years ago, that was mm-hmm. not, the not the case. Very right? separated, very divided, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. much um, adversarial. Yeah. Not so much the holistic community, but traditional conventional veterinarians saying, "What are you doing? We don't want to know. It's yeah. not Bible medicine. Yeah.
0: It's um, not taught in veterinary schools. Yes. We don't want to know about it." And, so that's changing as well. It's yes. been an amazing evolution and very fast. Yes. And people suddenly are going, wait, there are other answers. Right. And so we're seeing. Now that we have um, made great inroads into the veterinary schools, yes. we've got at least five programs that are sort of really in the works for yes. integrative medicine. And yep. then we've got another 10 more sort of going, oh, maybe, yeah, we yeah thinking we'll take a look at we're thinking about doing this. We're going to dabble in this a bit. Yeah. They're getting lecturers in more often, and it's becoming really what people expect of a veterinarian. You, sh- you should know. You have to know. What do you What do you know about herbs? Or right. are you aware that laser is something that could be used here? Or right. is acupuncture an option for my pet? You know, I mean, these are things that people want to know. So the veterinarians have to know about it. And we wanna teach
1: it. Well, And it's so exciting. Um, even At this convention, I have met um, board-certified ophthalmologists, orthopedic surgeon and a um, We've got specialists coming in, very traditionally trained, very conventional practices, yes. very open to saying, all I know is that I need to be adding this. Yes. And so the, the neatest statement that I've heard her currently today is, we are close to the point of not having to say, oh, I do whole integrative medicine we're very close very close to just being able to say we practice one medicine
0: yes exactly and that's it's something that it's it's becoming more normal to say i i have an integrative practice and having someone say oh i know what that is yes and it's it's pretty amazing we have um, even this year, um, someone who's double-boarded in different types of zoo medicine, and we've got, I mean, from every sort of aspect of veterinary medicine, we're now dealing with, with people that want integrative practices from food animal production, which will that's fascinating. revolutionize what happens with food animals. Do we
1: have food animal people here?
0: We usually do. That yes. is awesome. You, and in yes. fact, right now I think someone's talking about backyard chickens and what you, what our herbs you can do. I think it's Barbara Fougere.
1: That's wonderful. About that. Wow. I mean,
0: all kinds of different ways that we're gonna. If we can actually get the information out to a majority of the population and to veterinarians, my goal is to really change the way veterinary medicine is practiced. Yes. But then through that, change the world. Yes. Because yep. you know we could do away with GMO. We could do away with. A lot of the terrible practices that happen to animals, you know, that they, they have to suffer so that we can eat. Yes. It's just, it, it doesn't make sense the way we handle our food animal medicine. So I consider a lot of that as our responsibility as loving pet owners. Mm-hmm. We love animals. Yes, and we should love the food animals. Exactly. Animals, animals, period. Yeah, animals right animals, period. You can't right. Can't you say, well, I don't really care. I don't. am not going to look. I don't care where that right. food comes from. Right. Like, we should care. Yes. Don't, you know, of if course. You look at a cow. Don't you love a cow? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and knowing
1: know. everything's going to die, my statement is, yes. it's very important that animals live well and die well. Yes. We're all going to die so you can have a beautiful life as a food animal and still be food. You
0: could because yes. everything eats everything. I mean, yes. that's sort of the. The nature of the earth, if you look at it from space, that's what, you know, it's all that evolution and stuff. Everything's moving energy from one place to the other. That's fine, but we should be, you know, careful, um, careful, I don't know what it is. We're sort of the caretakers. We are, we are. We need to steward it very well. There's too many of us to not pay attention to the fact that we are the steward.
1: Yes, yep. Yep. So the question I'm asking everyone that comes in Mm -hmm. is, the future for integrative medicine is very bright. Do you, are you seeing, um, are you, do you have concerns? Do you have thoughts? What do you, direction wise, do you see, instead of this divide getting bigger, you're seeing, uh, medicine come together. Yes. And, absolutely. and through this next year, uh, goals for AHVMA. Um, I don't know if you have, I'm sure you have them. I don't know if you, off the top of your head, do you, yeah. can you think of big projects, big goals, big thoughts going on?
0: It's really getting the, getting um, veterinary schools to be having these integrative programs, but yep. getting students really aware of what's going on, making sure that our structure and what we're, we're giving out there is the best quality so that we can have things like our website and our social media presence and all of that. Yes. Very up to date. And then when people are coming to look to us for answers that we have them at the ready, because we do, we wanna develop and help develop the database of cases that are yes. working. I mean, what, what Steve Marsden is doing with his, his website to help you know funnel information so that we're creating more for the evidence-based medicine that we actually have most of the data on
1: exactly so, and we all have amazing cases we're just not we're just not forming case studies that are go- that we can talk about mm-hmm. until this point they're kind of our case studies at our practice and and the yeah. fact that there's a potential for us to start communicating about what's successful between all of us yeah. internationally right. well, can change everything
0: it's very different than because People that are doing research tend to be in a big hospital or funded by someone bigger, and so that makes it a lot easier for them to do that. As an individual practitioner, all of our case studies are not being shared, right? And it's a disaster. It is a disaster. So much information. And
1: trying to get funding for a for a project or a research study is it's cost prohibitive. So we're able to actually create some research studies out of all of our individual practices. We all have them. We just are not communicating. So it's a really neat potential.
0: Yeah. So for us, and to try to keep our members strong and know that we're a valued part of the community, right? and to make sure that we help with financial issues, that we're helping our practitioners get the education they need Good. to practice excellent medicine. Good. It's, it's the strength, we, all of our strength comes from our members. And so being able to use, and help use them in the right way to forward our own mission, but at the same time, give them everything they need to be really, really stable and um, sustainable in their own, their own lives and practices.
1: Well, you have done an excellent job this last year. Thank Um, you. We tried very hard. Yes, you did. Great job. The organization's doing well, thriving, growing, expanding, evolving, all those wonderful things. I
0: appreciate your role in that, and I look forward to seeing what happens through this next year. Thank you for joining me. Thank you.